everything stinks pretty bad. Yeah. Which is yes, why does. that is why I smoked the silly weed, but now I'm like I feel like really zoomed in to the stink of it all. So I'm gonna zoom out a little bit. I'm in a hot air balloon with a copyrighted image of a cute cat on it. The copyright belongs to somebody else, but the lawsuit can't reach me in my hot air balloon. All the way up here above the United States of America. Oh, oh, I've blown over the ocean, and I can't see this stupid country anymore. Amen. Good vibes to bring into the podcast. Indeed. <laughs> no, I, uh, this being a freebie episode, I had to look up news articles for us to talk about. You could, you could have not done that this time. <laughs> no, I feel like it's important we talk about this stuff. <sighs> it is. Because uh, if nothing else, let's say, worst case scenario, transgenocide goes down exactly as bad as we're all worried it will. And all of us are killed. That's great, Micah. We're a minute and 45 seconds into the podcast. I know. But I want our podcast to still be online. So that people can find it and go, oh, this is what transgender people were like. Oh, they weren't that bad. Yeah, fair. Upside is that that probably won't happen just like that just that bad a lot of other shit was gonna happen but that probably won't happen i don't like that i have to do a comical little wink to the audience there because i think that the answer used to be that that won't happen that's a fun little one percent of the of the fear that's great. That's really good. Yeah. So we're off to a rip and start on the po- comedy podcast. Hold on. Hold on. Um, uh, Micah, would you rather run at 100 miles per hour or fly at 20 miles per hour? That's a stupid question. Sorry. I'd rather run, run. at 100 miles per hour. Obviously, that's way more effective. Bad, bad question. Um, what do you want to be famous for if you have to be famous for something? Don't say something edgy. <laughs> I was going to say something that put us on a watch list, so I'm not going to do that. Everything I could think of would put us on a watch list. Um, What was your least favorite food as a child? Do you still hate it, or do you like it now? Mashed potatoes, and here's why. Really? Because our mother only made the instant mashed potatoes, and she didn't make them well. Well, she started adding sour cream to them when I was in high school, and that, I was like, this is the best food I've ever tasted in the world, actually, just because it was different from, like, the last... 18 years of instant mashed potatoes. Yeah. Also, why were we eating baked potatoes like that? Like what? Like, um, it's got butter and it's got salt and pepper and it might have sour cream. What the fuck is that? Am I a peasant boy? Really shit. It's, 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 look, our, our mother, not the best cook. Sometimes cooked in the microwave the potatoes man okay sidebar super sidebar um huge flex huge win for steve-o last night um two days ago i made pancakes they were yeast pancakes because i was out of baking soda and baking powder and i was like okay we'll just cook up a different recipe i did 
and they're delicious. But they're just like little, you know, little discs of bread. It's great. They're they're also really good with savory stuff and they're good with sweet stuff. And I think it's a really versatile bread that I have not created. It's a, a pancake recipe I got off a recipe blog. Um, all that to say, last night I made chicken empanada filling. Didn't make the empanada part, but I made the filling and I ate that with my yeast pancake bread and it was super delicious and I was really proud of myself and it had onions and carrots and chicken and a lot of spices in it and I was really proud of myself and Shiloh even thought it was adequately spiced up and that's how you know I did it good. They're a good cook, so I trust their judgment. Indeed. And I made guacamole because we had four avocados and one of them went bad and the other were others were on their way out and so I made guacamole and it's... It tastes a lot like lemon juice. It's good, but it's like a little sour. Gotcha. So you probably put too much lemon juice in it. No, that yeah, that's it's not a mystery. I know why it happened. I put way too much fucking lemon juice in there. Sad. Yeah. Really hard to yes and. Sorry, I just wanted to talk for a little bit. I told you I smoked the silly weed. Um, also, bad news. We're going to to the bad news side of Steve Town. Turns out. This is so fucking stupid. So I would have to, I have to get my medical marijuana card reapproved every year. Okay, cool, whatever. But I also have to have it re-prescribed every seven months. So basically, what the dispensary does, it like has a doctor there, and the doctor's like, "You get a prescription for all the weed in the world," and then I can buy all the weed the state of Florida has to offer. Um, but they have to say that again seven months later. And then I will still have to get it, like, reapproved by the state a year later. Anyway, the problem is that the the refilling the prescription part costs 200 American dollars. Yeah, that's intentional. They do that so that poor people can't get it. Yeah. So that poor people can continue to be arrested for marijuana-related crimes. Ah, hey, you're super right. That's systemic. Yeah. It is systemic. It's yeah. always systemic. They only want rich people to have access to the drugs, huh? Well, rich people have access to drugs no matter what. Rich people have access to even illegal drugs. That's true. Because they can get off with just a fine. Yeah. Whilst the rest of us will go to jail for a little bit of ketamine. If the, if the, fuck, what is the quote? If the punishment for the crime is a fine, then the law is only for the poor. Pretty much. Yeah. It's gender swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, uh, one of whom is zooted out of their gourd and going to try to really push through this podcast. The other one just ate an edible, so it probably won't kick in until after we're done. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. Welcome to Stevie's chill Oceanside intro. At the top of the podcast, Stevie with the pronouns he, they, is coming in with some cool, chill ocean sounds for your evening. Here's the thing. Enjoy the ride. I can Here's see the, the waveform. I know it's in there. Well, I couldn't hear it, so I just saw you making a really silly face at your microphone for a few too many seconds. Sorry, I had to explain. I did it. Yeah. Well, it's going to sound really good in post, so trust me. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> you just cut out my whole bit and I don't get an intro this time. <laughs> Seeing as I'm the one who has to edit it and post. So uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Including a new segment. 
Oh, this is good. I'm glad we're introducing this new segment. Yeah, so we've got a new segment to look forward to. But we before get, we get to the new segment... We have to get through the muck and the glock. We gotta slog through the news. I think we should add a cheeky little end for when the news really sucks. I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Our first headline. Florida Republicans pass bill targeting transgender bathroom use. I can't piss in Target anymore. Florida Republicans passed legislation Wednesday that would make it a misdemeanor trespassing offense for someone to use certain bathrooms that don't align with their sex at birth. The bill, now headed to Governor Ron DeSantis for his signature, is limited to people using restrooms and changing facilities in state and local government buildings, schools, colleges, and detention centers. Oh, my God. Okay, so I can in Target, but I can't in any government building in fucking jail that sucks um my actual school that's great yeah basically uh if you get called out by a cis person you have to immediately leave or face arrest if you if you happen to encounter a transphobe that day you literally it it is only a law if you happen to encounter somebody who sucks ass and can't mind their own fucking business oh my god like and like i'm not I don't know. I've expressed this fear previously on the podcast. I am mostly cis-passing when I try to be cis-passing, but the problem is that I like wearing nice clothes. I like wearing the things I like, and I I still am not, I would say, the most manly of men. Do you know how long (sighs) we've had gendered bathrooms? I feel like in the last 50 years. No, 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 no. It's older than that. Oh, I don't know. And the... 136 years. Okay. You know why jittered bathrooms became a thing? Which politician and which religion? Because women entered the workforce in the late 19th century. Oh my god, and men wait. Started, and men started freaking the fuck out about how they were going to be encroaching on their spaces, so they created separate spaces for the women. That is fascinating. Huh. That is It boiled down to wild. men needing a safe space from women and freaking the fuck out. Yeah, honestly, exactly. That's wild. That is still more recent than I think I thought it was. Yeah. Huh. So anyway, this law fucking sucks. Yeah, this law blows. It sucks dick and ball. This is not good. Um, this is fucking scary. How many synonyms do I have for how bad this is and feels? Like, this is really fucking scary. I'm I'm less cis-passing if I go to the women's restroom now. I look less like a woman now, and that is what I'm supposed to go with. I am I am literally going. I, I am in more danger if I go that route. Like I I. I well, you're going to have to start using the women's restroom. Malicious got, compliance. Yeah. Sorry. Fucking. Blame the Republicans that you're in there. Yeah. If anybody has any complaints about you being in there, be like, look, I've got the plumbing. Right. Like, do yeah. you want to see my fucking driver's license? God damn. Oh, yeah. Also, I'm not comfortable changing my fucking my name legally here, even though I'd really like to. I'm just not comfortable with that. I don't blame you. And also, I have an interview coming up at a certain place, which is really cool and really exciting. Um, 
though they haven't emailed me back about scheduling which stresses me out they asked when i'm available and i told them and then they haven't responded but we'll see anyway i used my preferred name on my resume and now i'm like well you know like i don't i'm we'll see how that goes cartoon sound effects Oh, cartoon sound effects. Speaking of things that are not cartoon sound effects. Okay. Well, they do have cartoon sound effects for negative noises. I don't think any cartoon sound effect would be appropriate for this one. Okay. Uh, After Jordan Neely's death, homeless (sighs) advocates blame New York City's dehumanizing policies. God. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Jordan Neely was a 30-year-old homeless man who died this week on a New York subway train after he was placed in a fatal chokehold by a fellow passenger for several minutes. Ex-Marine. The cops are not releasing the name of the guy that killed Jordan Neely. Are you shitting me? It's on video. No. They just won't release. They're protecting him. Holy fuck. Do you know why they're protecting him? He's an ex-Marine. Because internet sleuths tracked him down, found that he lived, uh, found out where he lives and what his real name is, which I'm going to see if I can find that real fast because I had it on my Twitter. Mm. His name is Daniel Penny from West Islip, New York. He's also suspected to be the nephew of a 30-year uh, New York State Trooper veteran. Uh, yeah. Friends in all the right places. Yeah. God fucking damn. Uh, Jordan Neely was a man, a black man who performed on subway platforms as a Michael Jackson impersonator, and he had been complaining of hunger and thirst while riding an F train in Manhattan on Monday, according to journalist Juan Alberto Vasquez, who witnessed the incident. Vasquez described his account in a Facebook post in which he shared a four-minute video showing the encounter. Neely shouted that he was fed up, they didn't care if he went to prison, and that he was ready to die. Vasquez quote. Neely then took off his jacket and aggressively threw it on the subway floor, but did not appear to want to attack anyone, according to the journalist. Mm. Then, a white 24-year-old passenger on the train put Neely in a headlock and held him in the position for 15 minutes. God. Two other bystanders also stepped in to help restrain Neely. Two others. Wow. Fucking heroes. Wow. That's not counting the rest of the people in the car that just kind of watched. Jesus fucking Christ. He didn't fucking do anything. Like, not... You You don't have the right to be, like, visibly distressed in public if you're black, disabled, visibly marginalized in any way. You literally do not get the right to, to show emotion around other people because someone could just fucking decide that you're dangerous. Yeah. The city's fucking. medical examiner ruled the death a homicide caused by compression of the neck from the chokehold. As of Thursday night, no arrests have been made. Fucking Christ. He just got to go home. So, I'm going to move on. Our third and final headline. Chicago gay bars stop selling Bud Light and other Anheuser-Busch beers after brand backs down to anti-trans critics. Did they really? After backlash over the beer company partnering with transgender TikToker Dylan Mulvaney, the brand distanced itself from the star without addressing the transphobia. Hmm. So, because they did that, a slew of Chicago gay bars have stopped selling Anheuser-Busch products after the beer giant distanced itself from transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney's Bud Light marketing campaign amid anti-trans backlash. Hmm. Two Bears Tavern Group, 
which owns four gay bars from Uptown to Rogers Park, was the first to drop Anheuser-Busch, posting on Instagram Thursday that its abandonment of Mulvaney amid controversy shows how little Anheuser-Busch cares about the LGBTQIA community, and in particular transgender people, who have been under unrelenting attack in this country. Yeah. Sidetrack, a 41-year-old gay bar founded by LGBTQ rights pioneers Art Johnson and Jose Pepe Pina, later made the same announcement. We must hold brands accountable if they take active steps against the LGBTQ equality, visibility, and safety, Sidetrack posted. Yeah. The controversy began after Anheuser-Busch partnered with Mulvaney for a sponsor. Controversy. It's not a controversy. It's not a controversy. It's a bunch of people being transphobic assholes. Yeah, that's all it is. And it's not like Bud Light fucking, like... showered yeah it's not like but like like showered mulvaney with gifts or whatever like it's literally just another like sponsored tiktok that was it like it dylan wasn't wasn't even a nationwide campaign it was just a sponsored tiktok it was just a sponsored tiktok it's not like mulvaney's like the the new face of bud like what the fuck are you talking about this is nothing you've never fucking cared before about which tiktokers got sponsorships like oh my god yeah so yeah, that's been uh, the news. This country is fucking is incredibly ass, shitty, dude. All of it. Did anything good happen this week at all? Did anything good happen this week at all? I couldn't find anything good. Did anything good happen to you this week, Micah? No. You took an edible nineteen minutes ago. I guess I that, did. I guess that wasn't good yet. Do you no, f- I'm still waiting on that to kick in. Do you feel like you're on the track to something good? No, my tolerance has gotten way too high. Okay, well, now you're just being pessimistic. I don't know what to do. I'm a pessimistic person, Stevie. I don't know what to tell you. I try to be generally optimistic, but this is a little complicated. I do think that if I didn't hold out hope that things could change or that things could be better in the future, uh, I'd probably, like, shit and die or something, you know? So. Yeah. Anyway, Speaking I made of a list. And dying. Sorry, I made a list. Did I tell you about my list? No, you didn't tell me about your list. Tell me about your list. Okay, so Shiloh and I were talking about okay, where do we go when we have to leave the state? Um, and so we were looking at um, that Substack forum done by Aaron in the Morn, um, where it has like all of the states according to like how risky they are for trans people right now. And I made a list of all the states that are safe and all the ones that are low risk. And I was like, all right, out of all of these, which ones are blue states, which ones are red states? Um, I think there was like one state that was trans safe and Republican, and that was just confusing. And I was like, we'll take you off just in case. Um, and then I was looking. Was at that Arizona? Cost- huh? Was that Arizona? I don't remember. Hold on. Let me check what Arizona's on the list. Uh, the other things that I did check were the cost of living and whether they were higher or lower than Florida um, and whether or not it was like 99% white people because Shiloh pointed out that like the South does have way more black people just because of like the diaspora yes. post-Civil War. The South has way more black people and Shiloh was like, I don't want to completely like just beaver around white people and i was like hey dude fucking justified and so i was checking the stats on those um and a lot of the ones that are like the most trans safe are in like the north 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 like oregon and washington yeah. i think we're something crazy like 96 percent white jesus christ that is you know why why because both oregon and washington had sundown laws that went through the entire state up oh. until the mid 20th century 
Wow. That's a really bad reason. Yeah. There's also a lot of white supremacists up there. Wow. Like a lot of white supremacists. That's crazy. I wonder why. That is. Wow. Because there's a lot of white people. Yeah. Jesus. For context for listeners, Florida, I think, is like 15% black. I want to say like 75% white. And then progresses from there. Um, I believe that the Latinx community is the next most next high i can't fucking talk right now i'm so high you know third on the list but um we were trying to see what's the diversity like in these other states is it anywhere close to where it is in florida and the answer is no florida's as south as it gets um but illinois right now seems to be our dream girl um because it has uh trans haven laws specifically lower cost of living than florida and i think it has I think it's like 11% black people. (laughs) I feel like I'm emphasizing that one so much, but it's because it's a priority of Shiloh's and I don't want to sound like an asshole. Um, So that seems good. That seems good. Illinois seems like my sexy baby girl right about now. Um, I I can send you my whole list, including my emoji key, because I used little emojis for different for different things hold on I, I would like to see your list because i've also been doing research of trying to figure out where to move maryland has come up with mine as um maryland is on the list it's trans protected and it is uh the most diverse higher cost of living that was actually the only downside to maryland it was in the same category as illinois though along with connecticut but connecticut does have a higher cost of living connecticut has a much higher cost of living which i originally was looking at connecticut but it was just yeah far far too expensive yeah, it's batshit. I'm I'm looking over my list. Uh, I don't really understand. I shouldn't have included Wisconsin on the list. I feel like there aren't enough pros to to warrant having Wisconsin here, other than the lower cost of living. I digress. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm glad that this will also likely be helping you. Although I think I should also check the specific cost of living because Florida's cost of living is also becoming unlivable. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's going to become really unlivable about it? Homeowners insurance is going up 400% this year. Yeah, I heard from mom as well. That is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Just because private companies can do that. Just because private companies paid Ron DeSantis and Ron DeSantis passed laws to allow it to happen. Oh my fucking God. He's the worst. Yeah, I I said some really not NSA friendly things in the car earlier today. It wasn't incriminating for the record, but I'm now thinking about it. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna beam it into your brain. Can you tell what I'm oh, thinking I've... about Ron DeSantis? <laughs> you know what, Stevie? I can, and I agree. <laughs> I feel like the listeners could also tell my 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 thought beams are so fucking strong right now. <laughs> Very powerful. So, uh, speaking of people who deserve hell, okay, this isn't the new segment, is it? No, this is take you to heck. Oh, classic. I don't know why I figured anything different. Fuck, what is that drop? It's that it's that awesome industrial one. Oh, that one's spooky. I feel like I, I feel like I'd get real scared if I heard that right now. Also, I'm not normally scared high, um, but this was recent. Did I tell you this? The scary eye monster. 
what? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this was like a month ago. And I smoked the weed that makes you scared. <laughs> and me and Shiloh were laying in bed. And we were snuggling and we were being so cute because it was pre-bedtime. But they can do that fucked up thing where they make one of their eyes move in a different direction. And it was freaking me out so bad because whenever they did it, it's so stupid. The image of like a scary eyeball monster would pop up in my mind's eye. It was really fucked up. And I won't describe it for the listeners because it's really scary. And I don't want to fuck any of you guys up too. But trust me, it was so scary. Think of a scary eyeball monster. Scarier. Yeah, it was like that. Um, and so I made them stop doing it, but they thought I was joking because that's an insane request. And I just got scared of a picture in my brain. So they kept doing it because they thought I was joking. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we're going to talk about some demons. Okay. First demon on our list today. Is proofless. 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 That's fun. Uh, it's a Christian demon, of course. Hmm. A prince and duke of hell with 26 legions of demons under his command. Legions. Legions feel like it's like Bitcoin. This is made up bullshit. <laughs> no, a legion is a, is a real thing. They can't have that many legions of demons in hell. Every single guy has like... 15 legions, 300 legions. What? How many is a legion again? Uh, between four and 6,000 soldiers. No. I just don't think there's that many people in hell. Really? Yeah. You don't think there's that many demons in hell? Oh, wait, it's demons specifically. Yeah. I feel like there's fewer demons than there are humans, and I don't think there's that many humans in hell. There's tons of humans in hell. Yeah, but I don't think there's as many as that. Because, like, we've talked about so many demons, and every demon can't have a hundred legions of other demons beneath it. That's stupid. That's fucked up. Are you about to Google how many people have been alive throughout human history? Yes, it's 117 billion humans. You are doing some Coco Melon shit to me right now. This is... I don't like this very much. 117 billion people have been alive since humans first evolved. Which means you got to figure most of them are probably in hell. Most. I mean... <sighs> read, read history. If History's you, full of awful I mean, people. If you go based on, like, Jesus rules, yeah, probably. But isn't that just putting too too narrow a, a funnel on it? I feel, like we're, I feel like we're putting too many people in hell. I don't think so. I mean, look at history. History's full of awful people. Drain the, drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. <laughs> anyway, proofless. Yeah. He causes men to have, he causes men to quarrel and sows discord between them, mm. but gives truthful answers to the conjurer's questions. Oh, a tricky lad. So he'll make you very, very angry with your wizard apprentice, but he'll tell you the secrets of the everlasting cop stopper. That's great. That's that's great. He is depicted as a flame outside the Tower of Babel where he used to live. That's cracked. That is wild. And sometimes with the head of a hawk. Fun. He's a furry guy. That's cool. Outside the Tower of Babel. Hey, side note. 
okay, Tower of Babel, so cool. All the people of the earth got super vain, said they wanted to build a tower as tall as God, enough to reach up to God in heaven. Amen. Um, and then God was like, that's fucking crazy. Invented a bunch of new languages so that they couldn't understand each other and do that because God felt scared and threatened and frightened by his creations. That's the part they won't tell you. Um, didn't God tear down the tower or something? Like, yeah. Did, okay. I couldn't remember if he if he actually did or if everybody just kind of left the project after that because it was too hard. <laughs> God's the original strike breaker. Oh my god, that's so fucked up. You're right. Yeah. I think the workers should get to build a tower up to heaven if they want. I think so too. Uh, one second, I gotta answer Andre's question. Yeah. Okay, I answered Andre's question. <laughs> that was qu- that was so quick. That was so fast. Uh, she was asking if I want anything from Steak and Shake, and I was like, nope, I do not. Not even a shake? No. Steak and Shake's got a weird weird taste to it, doesn't it? I don't think so. All the milkshakes have a little, I don't know, oily feel to them. I don't know. Maybe I just have a refined palate. That's what it is, Stevie. You have a refined palate. <laughs> You're not just a picky eater. Mike is putting lasers in my brain right now, y'all. This is really scary. <laughs> So our next demon. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was it? Wait, that was it for that guy? He answers questions truthfully and he makes you fight your apprentice? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. All right. Okay, cool. They gave him legions for that shit? I could do that. I could answer someone's questions and make them get mad at their mom. Dumb. So our next demon. Yeah. Is Person. Person. Okay. I forgot we were going alphabetically. Person, also a Christian demon. Hmm. Uh, is a king of hell with the command of 22 legions of demons. He knows of hidden things, finds treasures, Dumb. provides good familiars, and tells of the past, present, and future. All the other demons can do that shit, or at least four different demons can do those things individually. We don't need a guy combining them all. He is depicted as a man with the face of a lion, carrying a ferocious viper in his hand, and riding a bear. Why'd he get all that shit? Why did Trumpets they give him all sound that shit? Before him. And what did those animals have to do with his abilities this is a random ass demon i hate this guy this is a, this is like a d-tier demon one of these days i'm gonna roast the wrong demon don't you think like how do you mean oh i don't know i just feel like if any demons listen to our podcast they might get a little upset they might or they might find the entertainment value of uh getting roasted i do hope i feel like that wouldn't be an angel move or a saint move maybe we should be wary of them I picture angels being more vindictive than uh Yeah, demons. I do as well. I feel like they'd get a little bit offended. Yeah. Real snowflake shit. So our last demon... Uh-huh. ...is Rahab, who is Judaic. I was like, this sounds familiar, yeah. Originally describing the primordial abyss, a water dragon of darkness and chaos, and so comparable to Leviathan and Tiamat... Rahab later became a specific demon, inhabitant of the sea, and especially associated with the Red Sea. Oh, fuck yeah! Water dragon demon! Yes! Yes, that's cool. That's great. I'm a huge fan of that, actually. I think that's really cool. Uh, shows up in the Bible a few times. Whoa. In Psalm, Isaiah, and in Job. In Job? He stirreth up the sea with his power, and by his understanding he smiteth through Rahab. Who did? Job 26.12. Did Job do uh, that? No, God did that. It, it, it's capital H on his power and his Why understanding. Why did God do that? What's that got to do with Job? I don't know. God just flexing? 
Yeah. Also, pff, we could do a whole segment on, like, fucked up Bible stories. Although we did do that briefly with the Apocrypha. Man, the story of Job was crazy. Oh my god, that shit made me so mad as a kid. And you know what? I was right. It still makes me mad. Job didn't deserve that shit. Fuck off. What, you think that just because a, a, a couple of demons go before God and he makes a wager with them, made a bet with them, where he can ruin someone's life and afflict them with boils and disease and kill off all of his children and destroy his livestock and cause his wife to curse and leave him? You think that that makes God a bad guy? It's not a nice guy move. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a pretty not chill thing to do <laughs> also i thought it was supposed to be satan himself not just a couple rando demons it was random demons it are you shitting me yeah go back and read it this is like if the if the ceo of subway had two random ass customers come into them and they were like i don't think that your employees would actually do that good under pressure and he's like okay well go torment this subway and set it on fire and knock off all their tables and chairs and pull their little hats off and throw the onions. Uh, and if they still stay and try to clean up the subway and they do not curse Subway's name, I'll give I'll give them their own franchise. This does sound actually... Ju- yes, this, it does. This, it sounds like something somebody would put in a TV show. This is actually just how capitalism works. Except they, Except they don't give franchise. you the franchise. Oh, no. You know, I didn't even mean for that to be an anti-capitalist metaphor when I started. I meant for it to be like, a look how absurd this is. And the only absurd part was the getting rewarded part. Yeah. Oops, we did an anti-capitalism again. Oops, all anti-capitalism. Speaking of anti-capitalists. Yeah. We're going to move on to our next segment. Is this a Mischievous Boys? I feel like we talk about anti-capitalism. Yeah, goddamn right it's a Mischievous Boys. So today we're going to talk about Asada Shakur. Mm. Who's that? Oh, you're about to find out. So, Asada Shakur is a revolutionary black icon whose legend has evolved into making her a patron saint of black rebellion in the last half century. Hell yeah. The Queens, New York native has been living in Cuba for over 30 years, having escaped from prison where she was serving a sentence for allegedly killing a New Jersey state trooper in 1973. What? Hell yeah. Yeah, so here's uh, eight facts about her. Cool. Fact number one is what's in a name? Yeah. Shakur was born Joan Deborah Chisimard in Jamaica, Queens. She changed her name to Asada Shakur in 1971. For the name Joan began to irk my nerves, she wrote in her autobiography. I changed a lot and moved to a different beat. I didn't feel like no Joan or no Negro or an American. I felt like an African woman. My mind, heart, and soul had gone back to Africa, but my name was still stranded in Europe somewhere. Hmm. I think that's really compelling. I think that being able to to change your name to something that is more reflective of yourself, whether you're trans or not, uh, that's frequently, you know, something trans people do. But, like, I think that literally everybody, like, no matter what I did, I think you should have the opportunity to change, like, the way that the world refers to you. That seems like a right a person should have, you know? It, it does. Because if you think about it, did you choose your name, your original name? 
No, I had no say in it. And it was like chill or whatever, but just not like me. Yeah, I had no say in my name either. And you know what? I hate my middle name. Yeah, your middle name fucking sucks. It fucking blows. Yes, it does. What would you pick uh, as a, mid- a different middle name? Oh, I don't know. Damn. You haven't even thought, thought about it? I have, and I can't come up with one. One of my friends recently changed their name to Eclipse. That's really cool. You can't use that one. I mean, okay, you I'll could. You can take it if you want. I, I feel like it's rude. It's like, oh, you weren't going to get that reference. I was about to say it's like it's like um, like double kinning. You know, somebody already has one kin, and then the other person says they also have that kin. It's like that's cheating. That's not how it works. We cannot be doubles. The Tumblr crowd knows what I mean. Sorry, I'm too esoteric for your taste. No, I, I know about kinning, Stevie. Like the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, well, now I just done. So, uh, fact number two. Yeah. The Revolution. Cool. Sh- Shakur joined the Black Panthers in the late 1960s while still in her 20s. Oh, hell yeah. But eventually became disillusioned with the direction of the organization and left. Hmm. She then became a member of the Black Liberation Army, another militant black organization that believed in open resistance. Mm-hmm. Also, hell yeah. Uh, Fact number three, mm-hmm. her alleged crimes. Mm. On May 2nd, 1973, Shakur and two members of the BLA were pulled over by state troopers in New Jersey. State trooper Werner Forster and one BLA member were killed. Mm. While police maintained that Shakur is responsible in Forster's death, she has consistently denied the accusation. In 1977, Shakur was convicted on one murder charge and six assault charges and sentenced to life in prison. Damn. But there's much evidence to suggest that the trial was not fair. Yeah. Her lawyer called the trial a legal lynching and a kangaroo court. Mm. She escaped in 1979 with the assistance of BLA members posing as visitors to the prison. Oh, shit. That's cool. Black Panther activist Asada Shakur was pulled over by New Jersey police, shot twice, and then charged with the murder of a police officer in 1973. Oh she God. spent six and a half years in prison before escaping and fleeing to Cuba in 1984. She was added to the FBI's top 10 most wanted terrorist list in 2013. She didn't even fucking do anything. She literally no, didn't she... fucking do anything. Yep. God damn. Most, most wanted. We're going to go with most wanted. Yeah. She didn't fucking the do FBI's anything. Going most wanted. Holy shit. I feel like even if she did do those alleged crimes, that still does not warrant being most wanted. Because she got away. Oh my God. And white supremacist state can't can't abide by anyone getting away. Yep. God damn. Uh, fact number four. Mm-hmm. Fidel steps in. Oh. Shakur was granted asylum by Fidel Castro in 1984. Cool. Uh, fun fact about Fidel Castro. He survived literally hundreds of assassination attempts by the CIA. What? How? They just sucked at killing him. <laughs> I would really, really love to learn more about those. Uh, one of them, if I remember correctly, he ended up seducing the lady sent to kill him. <gasps> I don't know a lot about Castro's politics. So I don't think that I should um, sexualize him just to be safe. He's a com- he was a communist. Did he, did he do anything actually bad? Okay, people are more complex than that. People are more complex than that. People are more complex than that. But the short answer, he's a communist. He stood up to the United States of America for years and they put the Cuba embargo in place because it's a communist nation 90 miles south of the United States. That's why we were taught that they were bad. 
Yes. Oh, God damn it. And the only people that didn't like him in Flood Cuba were the petty bourgeois. Yeah, and the fascists. And the fascists. That makes a lot of a lot of history lessons make a little more sense. Okay, well then I think it's sexy that Fidel Castro seduced the woman sent to kill him. That's some that's some movie shit. That's some fan fiction shit, and I think that's cool. I think that's. Oh, a I think they ought to make a movie out of it. Huh? I think they ought to make a movie out of it. Why haven't that was that dumb question? Communist, communist, dumb question. I was I say why haven't yeah. they? Well, okay. Wait, hold on. Side segment, side segment with Stevie. What do you mean side segment? Side segment, side segment with Stevie. Um, I'm just going to go on Archive of Our Own and see if there's any fan fiction about Fidel Castro. <laughs> like you do. So uh, fact number five. No, no. Side, se- <laughs> side segment <laughs> with Stevie. Okay. No. <laughs> You know the answer. Do y'all know how many? I'm going to pull a number out of my ass and say 11,000. Okay, you're doing too much. You're doing way too much. I'm shocked. 11,000? I feel like you also overestimate how many fanfics are on AO3. Uh, just 46 out of all Oh, only of the, 46. Only 46 out of the millions of works on, on this site. Um, but right... <laughs> oh my god. The top fanfic on here is uh wow um sorry uh, it's fidel castro x raul castro his brother oh dear um the next one is fidel castro and che wow che Guevara, really um yeah they knew each other margaret <laughs> margaret trudeau and fidel castro and also margaret trudeau and pierre trudeau um Wow, lots of Che Guevara, actually. Why is there so much? Because Che Guevara was sexy? Why is... We talked about Che Guevara, didn't we? We did. He is also sexy. Um, there's a second fic that ships Fidel Castro and Justin Trudeau. Did uh, Those two never overlapped, did they? Yes. Did they? Yes. How old is Justin Trudeau? He's not that old, but Fidel Castro only died a few years ago. Oh, shit, you're right. I didn't know they ever met. So, yeah, oh my so, god! Sorry, sorry. Last one, I promise. This is uh, the only one I found so far. Sorry, JFK Castro caught my eye as well. Um, the one that I was going to talk about was um, an alternate universe where Fidel Castro was a baseball player. This has been side segment with Stevie. Okay, we can keep doing our regular segment. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, uh, fact number five. Mm-hmm. In May 2013, the 40th anniversary of her arrest, she became the first woman ever to be named on the FBI's most wanted terrorist list. Wild. There is a $2 million federal and state reward for her arrest. That's crazy. Holy shit. It's crazy that it's only $2 million. That does seem a little low for the FBI's most wanted. Yeah, like you think the they'd shell out a little bit more. Who's the number one most wanted? I, I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Number one most wanted. This is another FBI. side segment where we check and see if the people on the FBI's most wanted list did anything wrong. <laughs> I cannot pronounce his name. Abd al Rahman al Maghrebi, a Moroccan born national, is wanted for questioning in connection with his membership in Al Qaeda. Okay. So, yeah, figures that would be like the number one. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. 
For the U.S. especially. Oh, they also have, like, whether or not they've been captured and stuff on here. That is so weird to me. That just, that's so, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, fact number six. Yeah. Extradition. Over the years, politicians have called for her extradition from Cuba, including Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey, and most recently, President Trump. Hmm. Oh, they used they used her dead name in this. Okay. Hmm. They show the actual wanted poster that they post. Oh, okay. Uh, fact number seven. Yeah. This is in quotes. She is innocent. Mm. Many prominent black thinkers and leaders have also maintained her innocence. Angela Davis, for example, has said that Shakura is a little, th- is little threat to the United States government. Yeah, none. Asada is not a threat. She is innocent, she has said. People really don't know the details and are not aware of the extent to which Shakur was targeted by the FBI and the COINTEL program. Yeah. How the fuck is COINTEL public knowledge? Uh, it was leaked. And nothing happened after that. No, there's been tons of pushback against it, but Stevie, I don't know if you know this about the United States of America. Uh, it will continue to do shit that its citizens don't want it to do. Yeah. Do you ever get the feeling that the country's too big? No. Elaborate. Elaborate for me. I think the country is fine the size that it is. The problem is the governance. Bingo. Yeah. The problem is the governance and the system itself that was put into place. And actually, no, the United States could stand to be smaller because we need to give the land back to the indigenous people. Yeah. We could really just kind of do away with the whole thing. Also, I remembered two days ago learning about Manifest Destiny in elementary school. And now it's like, in, in retrospect, it's like, ah, hmm. We just put a cute little title on audacity <laughs> on, on like colonization and audacity. But we're saying God's God said we could take this. What kind of fucking what are we doing here? Are we playing pretend? This is oh my God. You could just write anything in a fucking history textbook. No, it, it it was an actual thing. It was actually pushed at the time, as as God said, we should do this. So much for church So it belongs in history books, and it should be taught. But the thing is, when I was younger, it was taught as a good thing. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm stressed out about it, because I'm realizing it was taught as a cool, good thing. And that feels weird, if church and state is supposed to be separated as well. Well, it's also the state justifying the American project. Yeah... And they don't want to say that any part of the American project throughout its history was bad. Because that could destabilize the whole thing. Hey, this country's like you cartoonishly know bad. Yes, this country's cartoonishly bad. If people actually learned the history of the United States, they would all rebel. Yeah, it is, it is pretty fucking gnarly. And so much of this shit is just public knowledge. It's just not taught or it's suppressed. It's suppressed, yeah. Uh, fact number eight. Yeah. Hip-hop loves her. Oh, hell yeah. Shakur is an icon within hip-hop lore, having been cited in songs like Public Enemy's Rebel Without a Pause to Commons, a song for Asada. Being the godmother and step-aunt to Tupac Shakur also adds to her intrigue. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yep. So, yeah, that was facts about Asada Shakur. What a cool figure. I'm glad she's not been extradited. I'm glad, too. So... Now we've come to the part that everyone's been waiting for. Oh, yeah. New segment. With bated, bated breath. <laughs> Just really excited for this one. So, Stevie. Yeah. I want you to know that when I came up with this segment, I was trying to find a do's and don'ts for dating. Oh, okay. 
But then I decided we should spin off an entirely new segment called I Want to Date You Like an Animal. Oh, okay. Which is a play on Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, no, I got it, I got it. Closer. Yeah. Where we talk about dating advice. Okay. Because a lot of our listeners may be single. Yeah. Might be ready to mingle. Yeah. Might want to know how exactly to go out there and uh, cast out their line and see what's biting. You said this had to do with anime earlier. You're damn right. Because we're getting this article. Actually, hold on. I'm going to put the drop here. (laughs) I want to date you like an animal. I thought you were going to say I want to date you like an anime. And then you said animal. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, what? (laughs) Nope. Date you like an animal. Uh, Because you spoiled it. Sorry. We're getting this advice from AnimeMatch.com. God, that's good. What is that website for to begin with? It is for people who like anime to find other people who like anime and to fuck them. It's a dating app for weebs? It's a dating app for weebs. Yes! Love wins! (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I have got to see this website for myself. Hold on. AnimeMatch.com I think we should be paid to do this. Hold on. Yeah! Dating website for anime lovers. Find your mate. Oh, this is great. Hatsune Miku cosplayers on the front page. They have top members. You can see who's popular on the site. Apparently. Oh, shit. It's showing me the newest members. And the the newest ones joined a year and 11 months ago, two years and five months ago, etc., etc. That doesn't bode well. No, that doesn't bode well, which means we better get the content from them while we still can. Yeah, let's farm that content. They got a section with articles. Yeah. And I decided to, that today we're going to look at an article about men body language signs. Mm. Is he into you or not? Thank God. I've been trying to figure out if my boyfriend likes me. Exactly. So, the most obvious men body language signs. Yeah. Number one. Boner. That is not number one. <laughs> I feel like if he's making you aware of his boner, <laughs> that's a red flag. You're past you're you're past the just trying to like sneakily check his body language. It's we've got it. We go, we're good. We know. Okay, so what's supposed to be number 1? Number 1, he's looking straight into your eyes. Usually, when a guy is really into a girl, he doesn't care about all the other females around him and focuses all of his attention on the lady he likes. My boyfriend is really autistic. This is never going to happen. This is never going to work for me. That means he'll be facing you and in a sitting position that allows him to get closer and kiss and hug you as soon as an opportunity presents himself. No. One more thing. If he's constantly smiling while staring into your eyes, that's another indication of his big interest in you. Okay. Do they make pleasant faces at you? Do they seem to pay attention to you? Yeah. I mean, that's not just a friend. He he, he might might want to get in your pants. Okay, fucking all right. Anyway, my boyfriend doesn't even do that, so. Are you, are, so are you saying so far this is flawed? I can hear Shiloh giggling. This is very cute. Um, yeah, I don't, f- I don't feel great about this advice. It might improve. It might improve. Let me cut us some slack. Give me, give me some other tips. Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. Are his pupils and eyebrows are different? Wait, what? His pupils and eyebrow, his pupils and eyebrows are different. See, on a regular day, we rarely raise our eyebrows. Is that true, Stevie? Do you rarely raise your eyebrows? 
now that I'm doing it, it does feel unusual. But again, I did smoke the weed that makes me feel weird. So, <laughs> and again, and your reaction to saying and again, you raised your eyebrows while talking. Stevie, you raise your eyebrows on the regular when you speak. Do I really? <laughs> you do. Your eyebrows are all over the place. I've been told they're expressive. I don't know why I didn't think raising was involved. I had to keep myself from raising them just now. Oh my god. Anyway, when human beings like what they see, they automatically raise the brows, which is equally true for both girls and the guys. Furthermore, their pupils get bigger, which is another sign of genuine interest. Wrong. What if the light in the room changed? Wrong. Your pupils are changing to accommodate the light. You are all wrong. Yes, these are subtle signals, but they are very important and will let you figure out his intentions at a very early stage in your conversation. Eyebrows, yeah, sure. I I guess. If they emote like what that. If, I emote like that. I don't know if everybody does, but for me, yeah. I think everybody raises their eyebrows on the regular when they talk. I know everybody, everybody, but definitely more, more than most. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd say 70%. Comment down... Da- Comment down, comment down below in the spot in the Spotify comment section if you raise your eyebrows while speaking. Uh, fact number three. Yeah. Guys talk louder to girls they're into. Some guys have volume control issues. <laughs> that's about me. You must have noticed this king. That's in quotes <laughs> among men. Body language signs. The opposite sex always tries to speak louder and make his voice sound bigger and more masculine when he's trying to impress you. This article is written for people who live in anime. I realized we have made a grievous error. This is so? not a website for anime watchers. An- okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's go back to their homepage. What's it say? What's the slogan? A dating site for anime lovers. It's not anime lovers. It's it's like anime lovers. Like they're lovers in an anime. Do you see what I'm saying? This is for characters who live inside animes to meet each other. No real person talks like this all big and loud to try and impress a girl outside of a cute fucking like slice of life anime. This is this is Do, do you know what this more than likely is, Stevie? What? This more than likely is somebody who's only watched anime oh, no. writing about human interaction. They were paid. They they were paid with this assignment, and they're like, I don't fucking know, dude. I've done a lot of research. Or on high school host club's gonna have to do. <laughs> Imagine if your only reference for human interaction, it's like you let an AI study only or on high school host club clips, and then tell them to emulate humanity. Jesus Christ. Uh, plus, they want the girls to hear every single word they say. Oh yeah. As a general rule. Women like men that speak louder as that gives the impression of them being in control. No. Oh my god. I'm like scared when men speak loudly. <laughs> yeah, but you're not a woman. You're See? so right. You're so right. All my you're right. I was gonna do a goof and then I'm like, well, end of sentence. Sorry. End of sentence. Sorry. Sentence. Yeah, you're not a woman, so of course <laughs> you, you you're not into it when guys speak loud. Women, the basement is flooded when guys <laughs> speak loudly to Gross. them. Gross. Ew. I don't know any women, so we'll have to have all the all the women, all the ladies sound off in the Spotify comments. Are you flooded? Do you need to get the shop vac? Gross. The basement? Gross. Move on. What's the next tip? Uh, number four. His smiles are big and sincere. Yeah. 
Let's face it. We don't always smile because we want to. Sometimes we do it because that's what society tells us to do. This is another Well, there's a lot to unpack in that sentence. Yeah. Yeah, but this is... But when a guy's smile reaches the forehead and his eyes feel like they're about to jump out, it means he's not faking it. Look at me. Look me in the face. I'm looking at you in the face. Yeah, you just did a smile like from the Black Hole Sun music video. I did, for the for the uninitiated listener, I did the fucking Mandela catalog scary smile face. <laughs> so fucking, no human being is smiling so wide their eyebrows gonna jump off their forehead. That's so fucking scary. Be so for real right now. No way. I do not, I do not want his face to look like that when he smiles at me. Also, more anime shit. Smiles and laughs are probably the most obvious men body language signs when it comes to figuring out if he's interested in you or not. Guys also tend to laugh at even the corniest of jokes if they find a girl attractive. I feel like that's true for everybody. That part, I, also, I feel like it's pretty that part, true. Yeah, yeah. Getting into the more manly signals now. Boater. So ready for these? Yeah. Uh, number five. Deep breaths means he wants to impress you. What? This might sound foolish, but when men want you to like them, they instinctively take deep breaths and puff out their chest in an attempt to look bigger and stronger and to make the waist smaller. That's why I'm not cis-passing yet. I haven't been taking my instinctual deep breaths. The testosterone hasn't gotten to that part yet. Ah, sad. According to the psychologists, this dates back to the ancient times. Oh! When leaner men used to get all the pretty girls. What bullshit psychologist is talking about how men worked in ancient times? That is not what a psychologist does. Uh, sure it does. I, I, I know this because it's written on AnimeMatch.com. Did they cite their sources? Stevie, when has anyone ever <laughs> cited their sources on, the, on, on, on this podcast? I thought you were about to say on this website, and I was going to say fucking, I don't know. I was, uh, man... I, I feel like if it's not from Healthline, it's not for real. But I don't even know if Healthline has really done us all that good or if we just go back to it a lot. Not much has changed since ancient times. Yes, this is one of the all oldest right. men's body language signs. Not much has changed since ancient... We're making a lot of assumptions there. Um, okay, that's a, that's a wild thing to say. Okay, so number six. Yeah. The Superman posture. Are you talking about power posing? We're talking about the stance when the guy puts his hands on his hips or a bit higher and lets his elbows stretch out to the side. We're talking about power posing. This way, he again looks bigger and stronger. Superiority and speed and strength. That's what men have been trying to prove for thousands of years. This is also the Peter Pan pose. <laughs> but why would a modern day man do that? Yeah. To impress the girl he's secretly admiring, but is too shy to admit, of course. Oh my god! Maybe I'm a repulsive troll, but I have never seen a man do this in front of me before. Even when they said they liked me. So either everybody is lying to me, including current boyfriend, or AnimeMatch.com might not really know what they're on about. Hey, I don't even see men in anime do Superman poses a lot, so I'm not even sure where they got that part from. Really? I see it all the time in anime. You're more cultured in anime than I am. I watch a lot of anime. You do. You have a bigger sample size, to be fair. Uh, I'm currently working my way through Crunchyroll in its entirety. Oh, that's great. I th I'm thinking right now of working my way through AnimeMatch.com in its entirety. I'm thinking of signing uh, up. Don't, 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 uh, don't read the articles. Oh, I was, I, I was just thinking of, of signing up and 
messaging every single person on the platform because I figure there can't be that many. How bad are uh, the other articles? Well, you're not allowed to read the articles because it'll spoil future podcasts. Do you think I'm not going to return <laughs> to this well? We are returning to the well. <laughs> uh, so number eight, if he gets touchy. Okay. As a general rule, men are very shy with their touches at first. All they want to do is to see how you'll react. That is Tucking a girl's hair behind her ears is an all-time classic. Holy shit. If a guy was just interested in me and tried to pull that shit, oh my god. I would literally slap his hand away. That is fucking horrifying. That is so scary. Please do not put your hand that close to my face. You are a man, and I don't know where that's been. Some experts claim when a guy can't keep his hands to himself, that means he only wants one thing. Sex. However, that's far from the truth. It's all in the details. If he is very gentle with his touches and takes forever to fix your hair, that's a clear sign that he's in for the long run. This is stressing me out. This is teaching vulnerable young men horrid things. Yeah, I think it is. Oh my fucking god. Number nine. This is like raising my blood pressure. I'm like visibly tense right now. You you do seem to be quite a bit tenser. It's a shame there's 15 of these. No! I thought there were only 10. Nope. Hold on. Uh, Stevie has returned with a party favor. Toot. Toot. <laughs> the kind that goes toot. Yeah. So number nine. Hit me. He spreads his legs. Oh my fucking God. Come on. Most psychologists say that means that he's getting overly confident and wants to show his man parts to you. Others are sure that men do this only when they get nervous. So which one is it? Balls get You'll hot. You'll have to figure that one out yourself. This is, however, one of the most common of men body language signs. Hot. Say it with me, friends. Balls. <laughs> this is not always related to emotions, I think. Okay, speaking of somebody who owns a pair of balls. Yeah. I think I can be a... Uh, a uh, Spokesperson, perhaps. Spokesperson. Micah, representative. Micah, are you comfortable speaking on behalf of all ball havers? <laughs> Think of me as a ball having an ambassador. Great. Do you want to make a statement? <laughs> yeah, your balls don't get hot like that all that often. This just in, homies. Men on Twitter lie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Men on Twitter said balls get hot. I don't know. I took it at face value. In retrospect, that might have been a joke tweet. <laughs> I probably think it was a joke tweet. Gosh darn it. Okay, so are you ready for these subtle men body language signals? Oh, okay. So those are all the obvious ones. Now we're going for the more... Okay. I thought the pupils were a little bit subtle, but sure. We'll get more subtle than that. Well, they put that one under the the obvious men body language. How? I am not Science. close enough to see somebody's pupils when I'm talking to them. I should hope not. Oh, sorry. Anime eyes are fucking huge. <laughs> you could see... <laughs> No, that is true. They that are, is true. They are made like insect eyes to take it in as much light as possible. Way easier. They're the size of fucking hubcaps. I should have considered that going into this. Not my puny human pupils. Okay, so number 10. And this is a subtle body language signal. Okay. He wants to hear what you're saying. Subtle? Again, this works both ways. When we're attracted to a person, we lean forward in order to hear our partner slash dates better. So keep that in mind and take a good look at the guy sitting next to you. Is he trying to find the most comfortable position on a chair? Or is he focused on the words coming out of your mouth? 
Remember, when a man is interested not only in how you look, but also what you're saying, he's a keeper. He might be hard of hearing. I spent the latter half of my freshman year of high school um, half deaf because my right eardrum popped and I couldn't hear out of it for four or five months. Um, hey, Stevie, did you go to a doctor? No. See, that's, that's the kind of thing you go to a doctor for. I was 14, Micah. That wasn't my fault. Did you tell mom? Yeah. I think that's how... Wait, let me double check. We had to have gone to a doctor. How else would, they, how else would we have known that my eardrum had popped? We had to have gone to a doctor for that, right? I don't know. You tell me. What I remember hearing, because I was very, very prone to like sinus infections and shit. Basically, pressure in my... Pre- trigger warning for... It's a little nasty coming up. Pressure in my head got too much. Tried to blow my nose. It's like when the lid flies off a teapot, basically. Um, so my eardrum popped, and it was nasty, and I couldn't hear for five months out of my right ear. And there was a boy who I wanted to flirt with during makeup standardized testing, but he was sitting on the right side of me, and it's it's not, as it turns out, super attractive to have to lean really far into what somebody is saying. I pr- see. I I promise it was gonna it was gonna wrap back around to the anime thing. This isn't appealing. Long story short, I was insecure as a fourteen year old because of this. Next tip. In- Indeed. Next tip. <laughs> he he touches your feet with his toes. Holy shit! Holy shit! No, he doesn't. You've probably seen this in countless times in movies. In anime, there's a difference. While in the movies, men slash women usually touch each other's feet under the table as a sign of clear sexual intentions in a first date. This just proves the guy's into you, but isn't trying to get into your pants right there and then. Holy shit! No, it is even worse as a first date move oh my god oh my god i would figure he had a gopro tied to his shoes in hopes of looking up my skirt that is so fucking scary no way according to the pros (laughs) our feet point where our desires lie with that said if you lean towards him and feel his feet getting away from you that is not good on the other hand this body language sign might just save both of you from a bad second date how are we are we Look at me. I'm looking at Stevie. Stevie is wheeling all the way back across the room and is now wheeling his feet toward the camera. Kind of. I'm not sure what the point of this is. On the first date under the table? We're like running around chasing each other? How are are we going to see each other's feet under the table? Sucks. No. My feet cannot sense when toes are approaching me. I hate that. I hate this. So, uh, number 12. He holds your hand and interlocks fingers. That's subtle. That's under, uh, subtle. Yes. Hmm. These men body language signs are very common during emotional, strong, emotionally strong first dates. First? <laughs> okay. When a guy gently touches your hand, presses his palm against you, and tries to interlock your fingers, yep, just like in the movies, that means you're not just another girl for him. It's safe to say that any form of touching is an obvious indication that you're going to be more than just friends soon. I am glad that people only hold hands when they're horny for someone, or when they want to get with someone long term. I'm glad that other people don't hold hands, as a universal rule. 
So for those of our audience who are less inclined to know about social interaction, Stevie was being sarcastic. Um, these tips, they keep saying, like, like just like in the movies. Again, we do know what they mean. We do know what they mean. I just wish they would be a little more honest and transparent with me, you know? They also could have framed it as, like, 10 real-world dating tips you can learn from anime. Like, if they were just honest about it, fine. Uh, number 13, he fixes his hair and shirt. He has ADHD. He's literally just stimming. He is just fidgeting. This could have been in the manly chapter, but it's not easy to notice men body language signs. First of all, they want to look as good as it possible to impress you. Secondly, guys think it's attractive when they run their hands through their hair or fix their jackets like Justin Timberlake does in his old videos. Okay, that's true. I do feel like that. I can admit it. The testosterone did get that far. Uh, number 14. Mm-hmm. No gadgets on a real date. Oh, like he stays off his phone? This final sign is very simple and important at the same time. If a guy constantly looking at is looking at his phone while talking to you, he's probably not the prince you've been looking for. At the same time, when a girl really grabs his, his attention, he'll turn everything off so that no person out there interferes with this conversation. That's fair. I mean, off. Fucking, you should be allowed to take an important phone call. But, sure, yeah, having someone's, like, undivided attention, I think, is nice. Sometimes Shiloh and I, for quality time, um, we'll snuggle up and we'll play Wordscapes together, which is, we're not sponsored, but I sure wish Wordscapes would sponsor me. You do a little word puzzle. Can you unscramble all the words the letters could make? And it's like crosswords slash scrabble. Well, okay. It's so cool. Anyway, not sponsored. Unsponsored no, segment sponsored. over. <laughs> well, I mean, you basically just did a free ad for them. And sometimes it sucks. Okay, now we're good. Uh, 14. There were only 14 of the facts. Oh, So, okay. yeah, that was... Um, I was spared that last one. That was uh, Men Body Language Signs. Is he into you or not? From AnimeMatch.com. What a relief. I'm glad that I got to know. I'm glad I got to know those um those dating tips, those signs. Okay, so CV just shared his screen with me. And is currently on the AnimeMatch.com front page. And appears to be uh, making a name. I'm trying to decide what my username should be right now. It's waifu space dot 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 question mark. Which I think does give me a fun bit of intrigue. Um, do you think that's good? Well, Should I do a different one? I would just pick some anime character and name yourself that. Oh, shit. I've only seen, like, two anime. And keep in mind, what anime character you pick will change how people perceive you on this website. Fuck! Is, is like, Haruhi or, like, Utena acceptable? I don't know. I don't know what kind of people these are. I'm stressing out. <sighs> Who's someone popular? I don't want to do my neighbor Totoro because he's in the logo and they'll think I'm a poser and I am a poser. This is freaking me out. Micah, give me a character, please. Okay, wait. What are other people's names? Okay, these are just names. Is that a character? Kakashimoto? Okay, Christian. Ives John Matt. Arif Sufiani. Brenda. Aaron. Noah. Okay, so these are... That man did his first and last name. Um... So it seems like only like one person has done the, a character name, a couple cosplayers, some using their real life human names. Um, 
Okay, give or me a regular get... person name. What? What? A regular person name that you're gonna remember? Yeah. Why don't you just do Stevie B? I feel like tying my brand directly to this is dangerous. <laughs> How? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what's waiting for me on the other side of anime match. Um, sorry, I'm looking around my room. Okay, there's a butterfly poster in front of me. Um, Nymphalis Ethiocles. Ethiocles? Ethiocles? That's hard to say. I won't remember that ever. No, you won't. See, Stevie, just, just put Stevie B. What's the worst thing that can happen? Somebody looks you up, sees that you have a podcast, listens to the podcast, and realizes we did this as a bit? Okay, maybe you're right. I have to have. I my mean, that head. actually is a worst case scenario. I guess. But then again, they haven't had it. They haven't had a uh, new user sign up for how long? I mean, you that, said over a year. It might be that just that list is inaccurate. Day. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay. Um. Let me do a fake birthday. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sure. Oh. Well, the gender options are just man or woman, so I guess... Actually, I feel like woman will make me very appealing to the people on this site. Not to, But you're not a woman. Not to generalize. Well, I would just like to... Just, 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 I'm just not gonna, a man. Like, I'm you, not going to fuck up my chances. I want to see what men talking to women on this app do. Marital status. Single. I, I don't want to put my city. Why the fuck would that be put your city? Uh, I'm going to say New Orleans, I guess. That doesn't seem very secure to me, but... Doesn't seem secure to me either, to be honest. Favorite anime. Wait. Okay, okay. We're about to get a really good look into what this site views as, like, acceptable, I guess. The options are Naruto slash Boruto series, One Piece, Dragon Ball Universe, Studio Ghibli Works, Attack on Titan, Full Metal Alchemist, Fairy Tale, Sword Art Online, Bleach, Code... Guess what is that? Cowboy Bebop, Tokyo Ghoul, Steins Gate, Berserk, Neon Genesis, Evangelion, Death Note, Pokemon, Other, Other. So what's your favorite anime, Stevie? I guess Other. I guess I'll just put Stevie for my name. Okay, I've created my account. So you said you're a woman named Stevie on this website. Yeah. I just have to show up in men's feeds is all. That's my main goal. Oh shit! I use my business email for this. <laughs> Please don't sell my information. Oh my god. I didn't read the terms and conditions. Fuck me. Is this in my is it in my spam? Or did it just not send? Yeah, okay, so they haven't sent me my thing yet, my confirmation, so I guess I'll see it in a little bit. I'm betting it's not even automated. <laughs> There's a real human person behind the screen sending activation links. This doesn't this doesn't strike me as a very um will it not let me log in at all? Yeah, it won't let me log in at all until I act Oh god damn it. I don't want to wait for the one person who works in the office to arrive. Do you see this? Yeah, I'm I'm seeing this. Why don't you tell the listener what you're looking at? Um what? Okay, sorry. 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 This is in my spam folder, so I don't know if it's for real. But somebody emailed me about Licensing Arbor Square, the animated series me and Eli put together, a soon-to-release TV channel. Let me Google that real quick. I am also Googling that. Not Adblock. What is that? Neoteny? 
says it's soon to be released, so I really have no idea. For something that's soon to be released, they sure don't have an internet presence. Yeah, I'll send it to Eli. Is this a YouTube channel for real? No, this is a guy who uploads motorcycle videos. Okay, I'm going to send this to Eli, and then we'll talk a little further. Uh, ooh, okay, maybe it's too good to be true. It was my spam folder. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. They should have a website if they're for real. They would have a website if they were for real. I don't think they're for real, Stevie. I don't think so. Sad. I'm sorry, Stevie. That's a pretty elaborate scam to try and pull on someone. Don't you think? No, I do. It's literally talking about a licensing agreement, and it seems specific. I don't know. That's freaking me out. I'll look into it. I don't want to go to that website, neotany.network, because I'm scared it'll give me a virus. Uh, hover your mouse over their, their internet address, their 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 email address. Uh, usually Google expands it so you can see. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it is what it says it is. Yeah. Okay, what messages is it similar? Sorry, listeners, this is bad audio, but I'm really, really curious. Oh, whatever. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I won't freak myself out about it. I'll come back to that. But why would that have been sent to me and not the Arbor Square email? I do not know. Man, I mean, our website is on my my webpage. I'm certain we have our... Maybe we don't. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> I'm going to return to the hot air balloon with the copyrighted cat on it. Who's the copywritten cat? Her, na her name rhymes with... Smello shitty. Sorry, that was mean. I like her. I just had to throw them off the scent. Sorry. Um, huh? Why didn't you just say Hello Kitty? It's literally copyrighted. Are you trying to get me in this trouble? I'm trying to not get their attention. Are you dumb? How how litigious are they? I mean, I figure if they're anything like other major media companies, probably pretty litigious. I don't know about this one specifically. Anyway, the, did I say umbrella earlier? I meant hot air balloon. I can't remember if I said umbrella or not, but I'm worried I said that now. I think you said hot air balloon. Okay, good. Anyway, I'm back up there and it's really nice. Do you want me to throw you a ladder? No, I'll suffer down here in, in, in the dark squalor. All right. Well, don't blame you when the lights go out. Bye. <sighs> Bye. I'm going out to sea. You have to do the, you have to do the plugs before I float all the way out to sea. You can't hear me anymore on the mic. Bye. Mike, you do the plugs. Michael. See, I'm just watching Stevie do this bit to see how long he's going to keep doing it. Do the plugs. He's literally Michael, rolling please. it back across the room. Please. Please do the plugs. I, I can't see you anymore. You're so I guess no. that, uh. No. I guess that, uh, we've reached the end of the episode. So, um. <laughs> and scene. Riveting. Stevie. Where can people find you? StevieB.com has all of my stuff. I stream on Twitch and I'm on TikTok and I did a pilot episode of a TV show. It's called Arbor Square. Micah, where can the people find you? Uh, the people can find my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. We also have a Patreon where for a mere $3 per month, the costs less than a cup of coffee because of inflation. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, for a mere $3 per month, you can get our bonus episodes. For every uh, free episode we have, we have a bonus episode. So you get twice the content. Twice to us, in your ears. Yeah, so if you if you liked this, then go subscribe to that, and then we can use the money to try to flee the state of Florida before it kills us. Woo! Woo! 
Don't we have a ten dollar tier now? We do have a ten dollar tier. I was actually about to bring that up. For if you're so where... super sexy and you wanna give us more money, that's so cool. That is so cool. And if you do want to give us more money than the $10 tier, then we will read your name out at the end of the episode. So I'm going to read out the names right now. Uh, Rose. There you go. We, cur we currently only have one. But you know what? More of you could sign up if you want. Which, it'll, it'll be a great use of your money. Because, again, you get twice as many episodes with us in your ears. And we're so grateful and nice about it. Micah, do you want to do a kiss on the forehead just for Rose? No. God damn! How many tears up are we gonna have to get? Is the hundred dollar tear just gonna be Micah finally gives you a fucking kiss at the end of the podcast? How ungrateful can you be? I, <laughs> I feel weird about fostering that parasocial relationship. Oh, I've eesh, I've paired that social all the way in, buddy. Sorry. Indeed. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we also have a Tumblr. Oh, yeah. It's genderswappodcast.tumblr.com. And you can send quizzes if you want us to do quizzes or daily questions or queries. Anything you want to know. Not anything. Be normal. But, yeah. Anything within reason. Up to my sole discretion. Uh, agree to terms and service conditions, etc. Message and data rates may apply, you know. Not available in the state of California. For whatever fucking reason. <laughs> Which I don't know why I chose California just then. I just picked a random state in California. California's the one that's most likely to let you be there. Maybe South Carolina. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, we're rambling. We've reached the end of the podcast. We've done our <laughs> plugs. I guess there's nothing left to say, but bye. Bye.